We're live. Welcome to Voyage, uh, a podcast journey hosted by myself, Cam Erickson, aka Sports Capper Cam. Um, I'm with my co-host here uh, and good friend John Dittman at uh, Don't Bet Bad Clubs. Follow him on Twitter. Um, we're excited, man. We're excited to finally get this podcast kicked off for you. Uh, it's been something that we've been talking about for a long time, and we think that we're in a good place right now to to kick this thing off. No better time than week one as well. We got the lid lifter for the Vikings looming week one on Sunday. Um, as we sit here in the basement of our makeshift studio uh, recording this pilot episode, man, I'm excited. What do you, what do you think? Yeah, I'm really excited to get it going. Um, like you said, we've been talking about this for a long time now. Um, you know, I go back to the first time we tried it. We had shitty equipment and we were um, had a couple beers and we were sitting down in your basement over in Uptown and we were uh, trying to figure out what our opening music would be. And then we quickly realized that there could be some copyright infringements or something going on there. We never got it going and now we're here. Well, we're here. yeah, we were, we were being pretty pretty idiotic back then. We could have got it done, but I just don't think we had the nuts. And um, I'll take full blame for that, you know. You know it's, uh, it's oh, one no, of those I'll things. take blame on that. <laughs> but, hey, we're here now, guys. Um, I appreciate everybody who's been following us on Twitter, interacting with us. We're trying to get this thing going from the ground up. And um, it's been a lot of fun gaining some traction on Twitter through through college hoops. And, and just, I mean, think about this. We, we uh, It's been a couple years now, but... Well, about a year and a half, but we started burner accounts on Twitter because we we thought we were gonna post plays and shit, and that's basically all we did. Um, and it's been a lot of fun. It's it's divulged into some some beer tweets this summer, some fucking burger reviews. Like I don't even know. We're just throwing pie. Burger in. reviews are fantastic. <laughs> uh, where, where was the best burger? The best burger so far was actually at the gas station right by my crib. No <laughs> no lie, dude. That shit was fresh. It was solid. It was cheap. Green chili cheeseburger, man. I gave that a seven point seven, but but I'll be honest, I haven't done I haven't done enough on that. But hey, it is what it is. Um, I just you know the reason I started the burger reviews is because I was so shitty at gambling that I couldn't give out picks anymore, and I was like, I gotta do something here. I, I got people who want to see shit from me. Wait, well, you you were on a, you were on an absolute fucking heater with your max bets, double maxes, triple maxes, <laughs> um, all that stuff. You went on where were you? 10 and 1 or something like that. You, I, you had guys you had guys sending you Venmo because they were winning so much money from you. I mean, it was insane. And then you you had that bankroll and you tried to go into baseball and uh, that was a bad call, yeah. Well, I, I admire the the courage. You knew it was going to be an uphill battle and it's just it's not easy betting on baseball. 162 games in the regular season. Not easy. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think betting on baseball is profitable. We we tried that a little bit and uh, yeah, it didn't work out, but but we cut our teeth. We cut our teeth the past two years on college hoops, and um, you know I think we I think we got a got into a good spot as far as handicapping goes with with college hoops, and we made our trips to Vegas. How how, how many years in a row have we done that now? Two, three. Yeah, two or three. Um, let's also not forget with college basketball, which should be mentioned, and. Um, there might be only other one witness here, uh, Jonesy, our roommate at the time. But pre-COVID, we were on an absolute heater. We were going to go into March Madness and win so much money. And, you know, I guess the rest is just kind of goes on set. And then we go bare and touch the microphones. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah right. Nothing, nothing good could ever happen to me. I, I just I know that when I'm betting. Um, 
But no, yeah, so that's kind of how it started. That was really what got us into gambling uh, and reading lines and, and the, kind of the bit behind it. Um, and I think that was around the same time we started our burners or, or to some extent thought that we were going to start tweeting plays and had this idea. But yeah, no, it's been, it's been a good run. We, we made some, we made some good money on college hoops last year. And, uh, and we, we plan on doing that again this year, but you know, our passion is Vikings football. And so we want to share that with you guys. And we're, we're the common fan here. We're not, we're not analytics guys. We're not stats gurus. We don't have the all 22. All right. We sit, in, we sit in section 317 and we sit up there, <clears throat> excuse me, drink some beers and, and chop it up with Vikings fans. And we watch it as your average fan. We watch the substitutions that happen in and out of plays. I mean, we're following it probably more than the average casual, right? But, you know, to make this clear, we are we are a purple podcast through and through, and we're going to be Vikings heavy. So if you don't like that, then fuck you. Uh, just to piggyback off that, I want to add just one thing. Um, if you're going to come at us for football takes about uh, you don't watch the All-22, this, that, or the other thing, fuck you. I don't give a shit. Okay? I'm going to tell you what I see. If you don't like it, you don't like it. If you like it, you like it. I... It's neither here nor there to me. Um, like I, like Cam said, we just watched the game. We're going to tell you what we see as a common fan. We are the common fan that sit in, sit in Section 317 and drink beers. Yep, real fans sit in the nosebleeds. Um, so, and Johnny and I have been attending games since they opened the gates at U.S. Bank. It's, it's been great. We, we were there at TCF, too. Formerly, the stadium formerly known as TCF Bank Stadium now. Um, but we... we I, st- I still get in trouble. You know, I still call it TCF Bank. Yeah. I, Is that hunt- infringing? I, look, I don't have anything against Huntington Bank Stadium. It's just TCF Bank Stadium. And then you get those assholes out there that are like, oh, you mean Huntington Bank Stadium? It's like, yeah, dude, okay, sick. You remember that they changed the name. Good for you, buddy. Yeah, corporate stadium name. Sick brag, bro. Yeah, nice. You know that. Yeah, give me a break. Um, So should we jump into... um? I have one thing that I want to say. It's it's a it's a bad beat. This is part of the intro. Um, our friend Ryan Kane, contrarian Kane at I Kill Books, um, made one of the. I mean, can you even call it a blunder? It was just like the biggest bonehead thing. You it flat out bonehead move here was, that he made last week in college football. Penn State Purdue. Okay, at Purdue, it was Penn State minus three and a half. Yep. We took it. Um, that was Cam's bet. I tailed. Um, I didn't really have a good feel for it. Um, it ended up working out. We won. Kane, we go on his action. Somehow got it at minus four and a half. And we were like, "What the what the fuck's going on there?" We asked him. He sold points. He made the line harder for him. He sold points it, to his bookie. Yeah, he he bought it to one, one minus uh, four and a half at plus one hundred five when he could have just taken it at three and a half, minus one ten. And you know the bone, you're a bonehead. Boneheaded things happen to you. He lost on the hook. They won by four. He lost on the <laughs> hook, and that's what you get for being a bonehead, Kane. I'm pretty sure that this is not the first time that Kane's done that either. I'm pretty sure he sold points before trying to be cocky. He even talked about this morning uh, that he was willing to sell points on Alabama. I don't know <laughs> if he followed through on that, but. That's not looking too good, Kane. Sorry, it's, brother. Yeah, it's ten ten, brother. It's not not uh, not ideal. Yeah, no, that's a good bit. And and just to tie that all in, we're we're 
We're going to have some guys from the Retail Gamblers group on this podcast. Kane thinks of himself as a college basketball sharp as well. He had some good plays last year. He gives out good picks. They've got a good bit going on, too, between him and Yule. We'll get to that at the end. Um, but, you know, we're, we're just excited to get everybody involved with that. And, and follow us all on Twitter, at SportsCapperCam, at Don't Bet Bad Clubs, and uh, at Retail Gamblers. And follow the podcast, too, at Voyage Pod. We're going to be getting that going a little bit more. Uh, one quick bit that I wanted to introduce here as part of this was the best thing that we saw on Twitter from the past week. And my best thing that I saw on Twitter this week was some fucking knob at the Rams <laughs> game. He was wearing a jersey that had number six and the last name was January. He was wearing a fucking Rams January 6th jersey. What the fuck, dude? I, I I don't even know what to say to that. I mean, that's just so. I I don't. I my vocabulary. The my it's just not even big enough to describe how stupid, moronic, idiotic you have to be to have a, a pay money for a custom jersey that said you're an idiot. Um, and we'll we'll post these uh, as a poll on so you guys can watch them. But mine would be the. Uh, there's this video of this kid. And he, of course, he's a Packer fan at Lambo, and he's licking the cement wall. Like the railing going up in between the aisles, he's like licking it. It, it. Packer fans always hungry. Oh yeah, right. It's not, not a surprise to anybody. But like like we said, we'll post those and you guys can watch them and put a poll out there. Maybe you know, maybe one person votes for it and whoever gets that wins. And, yeah, you know, know, we'll see. We'll see. Um. So let's dive into the NFL a little bit here. We got Week One action coming up. We just had the first game kickoff a couple days ago with the. Well, should we should we get we should do like. Well, we're going to do – we'll get into the Vikings package. Okay. Do you want to okay. do, do this? Uh, let's talk about NFL real yeah. quick. Yeah. So we had the Bills at the Rams. Bills absolutely shellacked the Rams. I took Cam Akers in my fantasy draft. I'm man enough to admit it. I reached on him in the third round. The dude got zero points. Um, yeah, I, I don't really know much else to say about that. It's, it's a, it was bad. But uh, the Bills look, Bills look really good. Um, you know, they're the trendy pick to come out of the AFC. I don't know. I, you know, whenever a team is favored that heavily to win uh, the Super Bowl or a conference, I mean, it's, it's just tough because so many things have to go your way throughout the course of the season in order to get to that point. You know what I mean? So, you know, injuries have to go your way. You have to stay healthy. Um, you know, one injury to that club and, and they're, they're done. Just like a lot of teams in the NFL, though. But. I, I think it's safe to say the Bills are the best team in football as it sits right now. Now, we haven't seen the other teams. I, I People are here or there on the, the Chiefs. They got rid of Tyreek Hill. That, look, they beefed up their offensive line. Their defense is supposed to be better. You get Patrick Mahomes just a little bit of daylight. I mean, that guy is he's incredible. Um, going back on the Rams-Bills um, game, Bills definitely looked like they had something to prove. I don't know what's going on with Matthew Stafford. They're talking about his elbow, this, that, and the other thing. I don't know. Super Bowl hangover. I It's hard to tell if the Bills are that good or the Rams are just not there. Um, it didn't look like in any facet they had even a chance to drop back and throw it. Well, Colin Coward, Colin Coward thinks that uh, Matthew Stafford's elbow is a non-problem because he, he, deal, he dealt with Who? that. Who said that? Colin Coward said that uh, Matthew. Co- <laughs> yeah, I don't. He said name drop Colin Coward now. Hey, hey, listen. He said, he said, yeah, exactly. That's my point. He said, <laughs> he said Matthew Stafford's elbow is a non-issue. I dealt with tennis elbow. 
when I used to play tennis back yeah. in the day, and I was fine. I mean, I heard, what I heard, an idiot. I mean, how do you? I mean, nobody knows. Nobody knows what he went through. But there's a great, <laughs> seriously nobody. Nobody knows what what Stafford went no, through. No, 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 nobody knows what uh, Stafford's like surgery was, or maybe maybe people do. I don't know. But yeah. I've heard like something like it's like a baseball injury, like almost right. like Tommy John. Like, I mean, I've never gone through Tommy John, and I know that medicine is advanced, but like. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, it's the Rams will be fine, though. The Rams will be fine. They'll be good. Yeah. I, I, if we're talking about who we think is going to win that division, though, um, I'm probably – I lean the 49ers because of their defense and the overall roster construction, but Trey Lance is a big question mark for me. We're going to have to see how he plays at Soldier Field this weekend. I, I, I don't know. I kind of like the Bears in that one plus the points. Um what do you like in that division? I, uh, in that division, I, I would agree with you. Um, I'm probably I'm more optimistic on Trey Lance. I think uh, he's got Kyle Shanahan. I think he's gonna run the ball a lot. It's I, I you know I like it. I think it sets up. Yeah. Where he sat out a year, kind of like Mahomes, kind of like uh, Lamar type stuff, and it's it could set up for a big year. I think him or it's gonna be him or Trevor Lawrence that are gonna be. Um, my two guys that I, I mean I think like the most improved player. Yeah, 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 absolutely. I think to say that Trevor Lawrence is bad is just a foolish take. I yeah, mean, yeah. You can give me the stats, this, that, and the other thing, but that was a toxic environment. And I mean, he he's not perfect. He he's not Peyton Manning. He's just not. Um, you know, he has he he has a trouble. He can only read one side of the field type stuff. You know, you hear reports that whatever he's going to get better though, and he can he can run the ball. You know, he's a good talent. Well, yeah, I mean, he's I mean, a, he's a super athletic right. guy. You and have I think to, you they've have improved. Think. And I think they've improved. Yeah, they have, Brandon Sheriff in the offensive line, Travis Etienne is coming back with James Robinson. That's a good one-two punch. And you have Christian Kirk. Yep. I mean, that's not you know he, that's a legit receiver. I'd like Jacksonville. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you a prediction. Maybe a, just watch the eyeballs emoji. On Jacksonville, they could be a team that covers. They could be a team that competes in their division. Yeah, they. they the well, the division is, is pretty weak too. I, I think they yeah. could have a a sleeper's chance of making the playoffs. Yeah. Um. um let's let's stay on the NFC for a little bit yeah. here. So NFC. Let's move to the NFC South. Um. I. I put a, a wild future out there. Uh, I, I took the Carolina Panthers to win the NFC South at plus 900. I think they have a really good young defense. I actually believe in Baker Mayfield in this situation. Now, this is really kind of all dependent upon uh, the health of Christian McCaffrey, as we all know. But I think if that if that all goes the way it should for them, I think they could be a dark horse team to compete in that division. I really just don't think – I don't see it from the Saints – and the Bucks are scaring me a little bit right now. I don't, I don't know what's going on there. I think they'll be fine, but, but I think if the Panthers get off to a good start here, they could, they could sneak up and win that division potentially. I like the value on that pick. I think, yeah, I mean the value is there for sure. Um, you know, the Bucks. I think everybody's a little bit scared of them right now. I just, you know, look, you're gonna, I'm gonna probably say this a ton of times, on this podcast. I'm a wait and see type guy. Okay. I'm not going to jump. I'll give predictions on what I think, but at the end of the day, I don't know shit. You got to wait and you got to see. That's what, in my opinion, um, we can agree that Atlanta's yeah, garbage. They're, well, they're going to 
they're going to try to get Bryce Young or something. I think Atlanta's tanking, and I think Seattle's yeah, right. tanking. So they're tanking. I think they're... I, I don't want to say this because I it might be my, the most hated team, even though I hate the Packers and everything. The fucking Saints might be good. There's a shot, and you can say what you want, but their division's weak. They have a good defense. I hate to say it. It hurts me to say it. I hope they're fucking – they fold. The Saints, I think, probably – are the best chance, in my opinion, to topple the Buccaneers. With that said, I totally see where you're coming from in your future with Carolina. I'm not sold on Baker Mayfield. I think it's hard to tell. Last year, he was banged up the whole time. I don't know how anybody can really have like a say that he's ass. When he, I mean, he right. was clearly hurt. Any other quarterback would have been out. He shouldn't have played in those games. Um, but he's a yeah. I'm waiting and seeing on him. I wouldn't be surprised if he falls and they start darting. Well, I, I wouldn't be surprised by that either, but um, but like I said, I don't know the values there. I think the division might be a little bit wide open. I think mm-hmm. obviously the Bucks could win the division and none of us would be surprised, but I don't like them right now. I don't like the spot that they're in right now. I think Dallas, the move to the NFC East, I think Dallas wins at home week one against the Bucks. Yeah, I would. I would. I tend to uh, lean that way. I don't like either team. Um, Brady's not good in the beginning of the year. Um, he doesn't cover well. I think at um, you know at home game for Dallas. I, I I don't like Dallas, but I like the spot. Yeah. Um, who do you like out of the NFC East? Gun to my head, I'd say the Eagles. But that, I mean that that the thing about that division is it comes down to the end every year, and it's you know the Commanders are going to be you know have a chance to win with four games left, you know, and Dallas is gun to my head Eagles. Short answer. Yeah, I I will lean the Eagles in that division. I'm not placing any futures on it, though. It could be a crapshoot. Jalen Hurts, haven't been the biggest believer in him, but I think athletically he's there. I think... uh, I think he, I think he has the ability to do it. Um, the addition of AJ Brown is huge. They've got a good defense. It's going to be a tough week two matchup for the Vikings, but yeah, fuck that division. Uh, you want to move to the AFC East? Yep. We'll talk about the AFC East here for a second. Um, yeah, Bills are an easy one. Um, I, I think the Jets could have show some promise. I think they'll be a dweller. Um, New England and Miami, man. I don't think the first game is going to be a. It's going to show where the teams are, but. Stu Finer, game of the year, Miami. I like Miami. I, like I don't Miami. hate Miami. I, I like Miami leading up to this week. And then, you know, you give – you're against Belichick. Now, with that said, look at look at the Patriots' record at Miami. It's not yeah. great. Yeah, and I'm not the biggest fan of Tua, but I think with the weapons around him, I, I mean, what? They're not going to ask him to do too much. He just – Dump the ball you off your playmakers. You want me to be truthful? I'm not quite. I know that they got Tyree Hill and Jalen Waddle and everything. I would. Did they return their defense? I'm not going to say anything on that because I don't know. Um, their defense should be above average, but you know we'll see. We'll see. They could I, win 10, 11 ball games and make the playoffs, and I won't be surprised. Yeah, but it's a Bills division to lose. Yeah, absolutely. Um, AFC North. This one's interesting. I I'm gonna. Go with my man, Lamar Jackson. I Me think too. Bal- I think Baltimore's going to be healthy this year. I think he's going to make a run at the MVP. Um, a concern about the receivers. Um, look, I think in a lot of ways their offense, when you have a guy like Lamar Jackson running the ball, it adds a different element to their offense. I don't think they're going to have to be 
extremely pass heavy by any means. And I think Rashad Bateman's fucking good. Me too. I really like Rashad Bateman. I like the Ravens. I love Lamar Jackson. Always have. I don't know why people are up and down on him. I don't know why the Ravens aren't willing to pay him. Uh, What's your thoughts on Cincinnati? I think Cincinnati got hot at the right time last year. I think they're due for a little bit of regression. I think they have great playmakers and good weapons. I love Joe Burrow, don't get me wrong. I just think they're due for a little bit of a pullback this season. And, you know, in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh's an interesting one. I mean, I'm going to say that they're going to be bad, but, you know, Tomlin keeps making the playoffs with bad clubs. And as for Cleveland, I mean. I just don't see them doing anything with uh, Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett's a good starting quarterback in this league. Don't get Go, it. A good starting quarterback. A in competent this starting quarterback in this league. A borderline competent. But I take Nick Mullins over him. But he, he can't do enough to help them win enough ball games to be competitive. And and look, that's a good team though. Oh, they're a that's good, a good club. That's that's why I would still not uh, I would not bet against them. I mean, uh, they can run the ball well. They can play a good defense. They'll compete. But Jacoby Brissett ain't it. AFC South, um, we we talked about the Jaguars a bit. I think they're a sleeper. I think, but I think this is the Colts division to lose. I think Matt Ryan comes in there. You think it's the Colts division to lose? I, I really do. Who do you like? I mean, well, not that I like them, but Tennessee was a number one seed last year I in like, the AFC. I don't care. So I think they've come, regressed. I would say that it's yeah. Yes, I agree with that. But you you can't say that it's the Colts division to lose. I can say whatever the fuck I want. This yeah, is our okay, podcast. Yeah, here we go. I, I, that was, I, I didn't love that. I mean, it's, it's clearly Tennessee's division to lose. I think the Colts are going to be good. Um, you know, there's some, Houston or Jacksonville are going to be frisky, cover spreads type clubs, but it's, it's between Tennessee and, and Indy um, as of right now. Yeah. Um, I mean, the health of Derrick Henry, too, will determine that division. Yep. AFC West, it's going to be a shootout. I like the Raiders in week one to beat the Chargers. I think the Raiders are going to have a little bit of spark. I think Devontae Adams, I mean, improves any club that he's on. You know what You know what worries me about the Raiders? Those are offensive line and their defense. Yeah. I, you draft Alex Leatherwood in the first round, and then you cut him, what is it, two years later? I mean, that's insane. They took him over uh, Christian Derrissaw. Chris Derrissaw. I mean, it's insane. I, I don't understand it. Uh, I said, look out for the Chiefs. Just look out for the Chiefs. That's all I'm saying. I know that they don't cover spreads, and I'm not saying you got to bet on them, but I'm saying at the end of the year, after the dust settles, don't be fucking surprised when the Chiefs win the fucking division. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be a wait and see type of division um, because who knows what the Broncos are gonna be like? Who knows how Russell Wilson fits in there? Who knows how their weapons respond? Chargers could be really good, but they got to prove it to me. They're the fucking Chargers. Raiders are the yeah. same way. It, it's going to be interesting. But, but yeah, I would agree with you that the Chiefs are the only sure thing in that division because of the quarterback play and they just the better. fact that they've been there before. They they know how to do this. Right. Um, I, I, think, I would agree they got better it's despite just to, the, the to, loss. To touch on Denver a little bit, too. Um, good team. They got, I think, you know, people can say what they want about Russell Wilson. I'm not the biggest Russell Wilson guy. I don't think he's that great. I don't know how much better he's going to be. But he fucking makes that team better. He makes that team better at the end of the day. I agree. Going to mile high is not easy to win. Yeah. You know, that's a tough division. That's a wait-and-see type division. I would – yeah, that's a wait-and-see type division. Uh, all right, NSC North time, baby. 
I've already got the Vikings to win the NFC North, and that's that's no bias in that pick right there. I really do think that the value is there on that pick. Uh, will the Vikings win the division? I, I think they have a very legitimate shot at it. But it's a wait-and-see thing for, for the Vikings as well, too, because we don't really know what they're going to look like. But I just think that the playmakers that we have, you know, it's going to be pretty reliant on our health on defense, right, which is always kind of the case. But I, I just look at the Packers, and I don't see – I don't see how they could be so heavily favored to win the division after the loss of Devontae Adams, after Aaron Rodgers is tripping balls all offseason, drinking his ayahuasca brew, and too busy getting tattoos with his with his new girl. I, I just, Does he have a new girlfriend? Yeah, her name's Blue Earth. <laughs> I think that's right. Um, don't cancel me for that. Um, I think... No, but I seriously, I think that the Vikings just, just overall... We've got the we've got the horses to win that division. Look, and listen carefully to what I'm about to say. I listen. I'm gonna take a step back from things. I'm gonna see it through a clear lens, no bias. The Vikings are gonna run away. Okay. It's not even close. The Vikings are gonna win the division. The Packers fucking stink. It, Matt Lafleur is too worried about getting his eyebrows done. Fucking Aaron Rodgers is too busy on. This podcast, that podcast, <laughs> doing Jeopardy. They're, they're not locked in. Too much ayahuasca. No, yeah. Not to mention that. Um, I The only thing that I worry about with the Vikings, there's a couple things. That we'll, we'll jump, and we'll jump into this. Um, I won't go too in-depth here, but health. Health is going to be key for us. Um, we got to stay healthy. And we run away with the division. The, the Bears are going to be terrible. I think Justin Fields isn't bad. The Bears are going to be bad. They're a bad team. In a bad stadium on bad grass. I think that, I, I yeah, I agree. I feel bad for Justin Fields. I really do. I think he's a solid ball player and could could pr- produce in this league. He he could develop. He's also his, a bad gambler. I I didn't know that. What's the story there? You didn't see that YouTube video? No. Him and Cole Komet, there or well, I think it was the Titan Cole Komet. They were talking about the Ohio State line, and he just like like you could just tell he, he didn't even said, know about the lines. Like he just, yeah, he, he's kind of a fucking ass. You know, he's, he's kind of an ass. Well, yeah. Uh, don't be surprised if, if some feathers are ruffled. You know, Chicago, I don't know. Chicago's going to be bad. They're going to be bad. Um, and to say that they're going to be as bad as... If they're as bad as Seattle or Atlanta, that that's going to be really something to see because those teams are, are flat out tanking right now. They're trying to lose. And they're not hiding that. And so if the Bears are as bad, um, that's going to be really something to rub in our Bears fans' faces. Okay. Yep. Um, well, so you want to talk about the matchup, Week One, Vikings yeah, Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a lot to say here. Um, yeah, I think the lid lifter for the Vikings, man. Week One uh, tomorrow, we're getting ready for it, man. It's a new era. It's a new new era of Vikings football. It's going to be electric. I'm really excited for what uh, KOC and the new staff has to offer. Three four defense. Vikings haven't run it in 40, 50 years. It's going to be interesting to see Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith standing up on the edges there. Um, Eric Kendricks in the middle. we got pro bowlers at every level of our defense. But the defense is going to be the key because, because last year it was atrocious. And in my opinion, it just really can't be much worse. But, but health is obviously key. When we're talking about week one matchup, though, right now we are healthy. And that's... Partially due to the fact that we didn't play our starters in the preseason. You know, everybody's going to make a big deal about that. I don't give a shit. Uh, we talked about this a bit earlier. It's it's a non-issue for me. 
uh, absolutely a non-issue. I don't, I don't really understand why anybody would think otherwise. Playing the preseason is overrated. So I expect the Vikings to come out here firing on all cylinders. I think Lazard is out for the Packers. Um, their two tackles. Their two tackles might be out. I think, I think the Vikings come out here and steamroll them, put up a, a, put fireworks on offense. Really, I expect them to put up thirty points. I think, I think the Vikings by win by seven to ten points, um, thirty twenty type ball game, thirty twenty one something like that. Oh, so like I said before, I have a lot to say here. Um, the the thing that worries me in this game is that I am worried about our defense. I am worried about the three four. Um, I'm slightly worried about the play calling on the offensive side of the ball, um, but I, I don't know how you really fuck that up. But I'm not going to worry about that right now. What, I, what I'm going to talk about is they're going to have their tackles both out. we got two of the best DNs in football. We need to stop the run. If we stop the run, they're going to have to throw it. I like our guys to cover their guys. I like our guys against the, uh, rushing the quarterback in that situation. Um, Look, I think, you know, throughout all this, we're talking about Justin Jefferson. We're talking about Kirk Cousins throwing the ball, this, that, and the other thing. Let's not forget about Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Let's not forget about Dalvin Cook catching the ball with open space in front of him. Let's not forget about our what looks like and appears to be, and we're going to hope for, an improved offensive line. Ed Ingram. Ed Ingram. You know, and I, I don't want to put pressure on the kid, but, you know, welcome to the biggies, buddy. This is the big leagues, all right? You got to fucking step up, set anchor. And I think, you know, the, big, the, biggest, the biggest worry in my fucking mind is their D tackles going against Garrett Bradbury. That guy can't set anchor. He weighs 270 pounds. We Spielman drafts him in the first round at NC State. And he proved he to us, he's proved to us that he is, like, yeah, he stinks. Nothing but he stinks. He's bull rushed. It's embarrassing. Oh. Yes, but beyond that, like, like, the offensive line, I think, overall has improved, though. So, so how much do you think that like bad center play can affect the club? Well, I mean, if everybody else around him is like well, league average or better, and, and we have two two potential Pro Bowl tackles, you know, and, look, when the center gets blown up, and he's that close to Kirk Cousins, the quarterback, sure, it's not good. It's a play wrecker. So it it, it does in fact matter, and that that, that causes turnovers, whatever. Going to my prediction, my prediction is going to be the Vikings 38, Packers 10. They're going to kill them. U.S. Bank's going, to be, U.S. Bank's going to be going nuts. I, I might take an alternate line here. I think they're going to kill them. We're going to prove our dominance, and we're going to, we're going to look forward to uh, traveling to Philly, which is going to be another tough test. Aaron Rodgers does not start good out of the gate. Um, Especially now with his ayahuasca hangover. <laughs> Well, there's that. Uh, and, and you have the receivers. I mean, I he's bitching about the receivers in practice. And, you know, I mean, he does – maybe he's got Randall Cobb and, like, the Titanian. I, I, yeah. I, I don't like any of their weapons. But, but one thing you touched on there that I want to kind of talk about a little bit is our, our depth on the outside on defense. Yeah. I'm a little bit concerned about our corners. Chandon Sullivan is going to be playing a lot of nickel. Um, yeah. Cam Dantzler and Pat Peterson on the outside. Sounds like uh, maybe this scheme benefits them a little bit because they're not going to be as exposed in one well, matchups. I think when we're talking about this, I think one thing that, that we both need to be careful on is we can sit here and predict what it's going to look like our, in terms of our team and our scheme and, and our, 
how our defense lines up and everything like that. Again, we're, you got to be wait and see. You have no idea. I don't. I don't trust anything anybody says about it. Although, and this is kind of segueing into something else, but um, KLC is extremely transparent with the media. I love it. I love you it. like that? I, you like that? Yeah, because I don't. Yeah, because I, <laughs> I didn't even mean to say that. Yeah, nice dude. Sorry. Um, Embarrassing. <laughs> No, I do like it. I mean, because I don't think he's overly transparent. I think he's just telling it how it is, and I think he's he's very rational and reasonable with the media. I don't think he's saying anything that that is like breaking news or like you know anything that could could get us in trouble. I, I think I think it's just a, a a change that we're not used to. We, we were used to Zim being tough guy, yes. red ass with the media, you know. Right. And uh, so I think that I think that it's pretty good that that Kevin O'Connell, the way he communicates with me, anyway. You know, when we started throwing these words out like culture and communication and collaboration and all this crap, I, I don't care about any of that. If the players buy into that, then then that's fine. I, I, you know, it's a roll the boat type thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. you got to prove it to me on the field. So, you know, I, Kevin O'Connell, like him so far. I like that the guys are responding well, but you got to fucking win ball games. And listen. I think my point with the media and stuff like that was mainly we're segueing and I, I, I was probably, we were probably the last guys on the Zim Hill. I mean, we were big Zim guys. Um, we won't go deep into that right now, but it's, it's just a completely different type of attitude and, right. and stuff. And that's what our players were wanted and were trying to thrive towards. And I think that we have that now. And that's why my, they're going to be pumped up. Those guys are Eric Kendricks. Those guys have something to prove. Yeah, they were bad. Yes, it's a yep. fresh start. Fresh, yes. And our, it's going to be home against a bitter rival. 38-10. Book it. My question is, has the NFL dropped its moratorium on pyrotechnics in the pregame? Because I need to see fire coming out of that fucking dragon's mouth, dude. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm not expecting to see it, but if there's no fucking fire, I'm going to be a little bit sad. Yeah, it always makes you sad. <laughs> we're really even the, the, the fire. I mean, I, I don't know what, you know, we're all I mean, kind of pyros in our own way. You know, when you see the fire, you're like, ooh, yeah, game started. You know, it's, it's, it's nice. It gets you pumped up. You feel the heat. You feel the fire in your belly. Yeah, if we're not going to see that, it's, it's sad. But, the, you know, <laughs> the Vikings production is, does a great job. And I'm extremely they do, excited. Yes. They never fail. Um, U.S. Bank Stadium is the the crown jewel of the NFL. Um, all those other places are fucking dumps. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm excited to get back in there tomorrow. It's going to be electric. I haven't felt this buzz for a Vikings home opener since they opened the gates at the stadium. I mean, I really haven't. I, with, I, with the Packers. Yeah, they opened the, the they opened yeah. the stadium in 2016 on Sunday Night Football with the Packers. We smacked them. This this feels like. This feels like that. It feels like that. It feels like a new era of Vikings football. People are hyped to that extent. I think yeah, yeah. People are anxious. Yeah, I think I it's, it's. I think players and people are excited. Yes. And yeah. I think in the past, as like we said, we love Zim, but like it's it's gotten it was kind of like it's stale. It yeah, it was stale. stale. Yeah, it was it's, stale. It's a welcome change, and I think it's a welcome change yeah. for all the players and all the fans, and for us as passionate as we were and are about the Vikings, and and you know how much we we wanted to hold on. We we were holding on for dear life to the end of last season. I mean, we really were. We were we were holding out hope. But this it was, it was a tough year last year. Yeah, but this really does give us a breath of fresh air, and I think everybody's excited about it. And if we can utilize our weapons on offense and improve to at least middle of pack defensively, which I think we could well exceed that, barring any injury, 
I, I think that this could be a very improved club and 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 win the NFC North easily and make a run easily, in the playoffs. Easily win the NFC North. And I think um, I'm hoping for, you know, where the rankings are, it's how I feel about our defense right now is kind of how, how, you know, people talk about timely hitting in baseball. We need timely turnovers. We need turnover, timely plays, timely sacks. And I think that guys like Cam Dantzler, they have improved. And with our pass rush, and look, Carl Gerbschitt was on uh, Dan Barrero the other day, and he said a stiff, all you need is a stiff wind, and uh, Zadarius Smith and Daniel Hunter get hurt. Those two need to stay healthy. Yeah. They need to stay healthy. And we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, look, we got Jordan Hicks. I think he's a good player, yeah. Great cover linebacker. Um, I'm excited. He sticks his nose in there in the run, too. I'm excited. Um, okay, so play of the game, defensive defensive play of the game. What do we got? I think I think we're looking at. Uh, I, I'll throw out two. Cam Bynum gets a <laughs> gets a big pick early. Might be early in the ball game. I don't think we're gonna see Lewis seen. So I think Cam Bynum finds his way into a passing lane, gets a gets a key interception of Rogers early. We get the, all the momentum on our side. Maybe it's a pick six. I don't know. But I think Cam Bynum comes up with a pretty nice pick. Um, and then I'll throw another one out there. And this is going to be, I mean, what else am I supposed to say? Zedaria Smith. Yeah. Zedaria yeah. Smith gets a strip sack. Yeah, I think that's, that would be, that's the one everybody wants for sure. Yeah. For sure. Um, my, mine's going to be um, it's going to be a slant over the middle. And I can't even, Randall Cobb, one of those idiot receivers that Rodgers is throwing the ball to. And Harrison Smith's going to come and poke it out, and we're going to scoop, and we're going to fucking score. All right. Well, let's hope for a defensive touchdown tomorrow. That'd be that'd be massive. But either way, yeah, man, I mean, it just – well, let's talk about the negatives about tomorrow. We're going to be walking through the concourses at U.S. Bank Stadium, and we're mm. going to be seeing a lot of Packer mm. fans mm-hmm. hogging up the lines mm-hmm. to, to buy a fucking bunch of brats. Mm-hmm. Cheese curd lines are going to clog up the mm. concourses. They, we might have to not. We're probably not going to drink Miller Light tomorrow because it's mm-hmm. going to be sold out. Um, mm-hmm. So we will have to find that Mick Golden stand. We'll, we'll have to, you know, whenever the Packers come to town, it's uh, it's kind of turns into a free for all at US Bank Stadium. Um, they really do a number on the fucking brats and the and the cheese curds and the yeah. you know and and we don't really partake in all that you know uh-huh. we we don't normally eat at the stadium all that much but it just uh-huh. clogs the concourses uh-huh. man and they're all I'm uh-huh. sorry to say this they're all overweight stereotype <laughs> okay they're not not all of them not all of them not all of them but most of them and uh, you know so that that's something I'm not looking forward to seeing tomorrow but I look you can count on three things in this life death taxes. And fucking Packer fans filling the fucking concession lines for their brats, their cheese curds, this, that, and the other thing. (laughs) You know what I think it it feels like when they walk in there? It's like, you know, they're used to Lambeau Field, just this, you know, whatever you want to say about Lambeau. They come into the palace. Yeah. They don't know how to act. No. No, they don't know how to act. They don't know where they are. They're, They're lost. They're like a lost puppy, and they just, you know, they resort to their comfort, and that is cheese curds and brats. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, it is what it is. Uh, we're we're going to have a blast tomorrow at the ball game, though, and uh, Vikings are going to win big. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about our, our college football because we got oh, some yeah. bets going on right it's now. It's going on right now. Uh, Texas and Alabama 
It's Bama just took the yeah, lead. Yeah. We're a little bit late here. I took um, Bama minus 20, though, so that doesn't look like it's working out. But I've been on a fucking tear. Just kidding. I had a yeah. I had a really bad. I had a really bad weekend last weekend. <laughs> yeah, the and LSU I, over that was a tough. And then I won. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk about that. That everybody knows what happened. That LSU FSU game. LSU somehow gets the ball back with what under two minutes to spare. Yeah, we don't need to do a recap. It was just from the three yard line, ninety seven yard drive, get down there, score. Think they're about to tie up the ball game, <laughs> and the extra point gets blocked. And if they would have just hit the extra point, it would have gone to overtime. The over would have smashed. Uh, yeah, that, that was a tough one. Um, we don't really have anything planned for this uh, segment, but let's. Do you want to just go into like, uh, give me your playoff right now, off the top of your head? Uh, we haven't even talked about this, uh, so this should be. This is gonna be real off the cuff. If Alabama finds a way to pull off this game, even if they don't, um, I think it's Bama, Georgia, Ohio State. Even though I don't like the way that Ohio State looked last week, um, and then and then I think you might have a toss up. You might have you might have a team like um, uh, I don't know Pitt. <laughs> Fucking Pitt, dude! What the fuck? You got USC. I mean Utah could still sneak in. USC is gonna lose tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's another wait and see. Clemson? I don't like Clemson either. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I think it might be a little bit of a toss-up for that. Michigan? I I mean, Michigan could run the table. I I, wouldn't be surprised. One team out of the – it's going to be one team out of the – you know, the team I like – and look, I'm not some fucking college football tout, okay? College football is a complete fuckery. It's a complete roller coaster. I'm not going to sit here and predict shit. I don't know that much about it. A sneaky pick here is Florida. I, I do like Florida. But do you go three teams out of the SEC? That doesn't make sense. No, it could happen. I, I, <laughs> that was fucking stupid. But here's the um, thing. Here's the thing. Florida has to beat Kentucky today. If, if Florida beats right. Kentucky today, I right. think they have a, a solid chance of winning uh, right. of winning out and potentially making it to the SEC championship game. But I think Kentucky's going to be a tough test. But looking at looking ahead at Florida's schedule, they don't have anybody else really beyond this. They don't have. They don't face another ranked opponent all year, as of now, uh, other than this Kentucky game tonight. And I'm taking Kentucky with the points. Kentucky plus six tonight. Uh, I think they could win it on the money line. I, I believe in the letdown spot. Florida just had a big game against Utah. I think they partying all week probably. I think it could be a letdown spot. So I don't know. We'll see there. Uh, now let's talk about. Baylor and BYU. You and I are massively wow, opposed on this, this one. I've got a five-unit max. I got I've got a, a five-unit max play on Baylor plus three and a half that I locked in earlier this week. I'm also taking him on the money line. I think Baylor goes into Provo and stops those idiots. I think defense travels and Baylor has it. I don't know why you're so low on them. I'm fucking low on Baylor. All right, I'm fucking low on them. They got to go to Provo. It's one of the hardest places to play. Now, we talked about Kane's blunder with the fucking Penn State thing. I, I, nobody's called me out on this, but I'm going to just raise my hand and say this was on me. I should have taken this call. I took it earlier this week at three and a half. I should have waited. It's at two and a half now. Line movement's not looking good. With that said, I love the Mormons. I love them in Provo. BYU fucking all day. All fucking day. I don't know. I don't know what homework you've done, what you've looked at, but Baylor fucking stinks. They stink. And they're not winning tonight. BYU by double digits. All right, we've got our first CFB riff on the voyage. 
So, uh, so be watching tonight. If you guys hear this before it comes out, take take Baylor. Take Baylor. Don't listen to this fucking guy. He doesn't. <laughs> yeah, he's talking about research. He hasn't done shit. Um, you want to? Do we really need to talk about the Twins right now? The the Twins they fucking, fucking suck. Yeah, they fucking suck. They stink. They stink. They can't win a game against a good club. Every, everything they have is in front of them, though. You know, they play. They play the Guardians and the White Sox. How many? Like six, seven times each. The net. You know, over the course of the last twenty-eight games or whatever. They're I, gonna, they're gonna come in third place. I don't think we, this this is so we we you know we organize our segments here a little bit and we wrote you know lines down and grouped them together and we wrote the twins with the lowercase t as the lowest one because there's nothing to fucking say they fucking suck they're gonna come in third place they're horrible Carlos Correa stinks Rocco Baldelli stinks and they're they're in, and behind them is the fucking Polad pocket protectors it's horrible. It's terrible. I think that's the most frustrating thing is that this this club started out playing good baseball at the beginning of the year, and they've made they've shot themselves in the foot so many times throughout the course of this season with bad managerial decisions and just a, being a poorly run franchise that now that now they're they're looking up at the division leaders, fucking Cleveland, who's a who's not a good team either. So it's really frustrating, uh, and I, I think that's the reason I'm so pissed off about it is just. They, they had a chance to put this division away a long time ago, and we're still talking about this crap. And, and the fact that they're still in it keeps them relevant, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. Twin Cities media guys are still talking about them. I don't even want to hear about them. I'm so checked out on the Twins, it's not even funny. They fucking stink. I won't watch another pitch unless it unless it's October and they're actually playing in the playoffs. And the a, and a funny part about this is you are an optimistic Twins fan. You have been. Even optimistic Twins fan. We don't... This will be the last thing we talk about this. They don't fucking deserve it. No, they don't. That's deserve- that's the bottom. I, line. I think. What would you rather see? I'd rather see them miss the playoffs. Rocco Baldelli gets fired, rather than them sneak into the playoffs somehow, break their eighteen-game playoff loss streak, get a win in the playoffs. Maybe they even win a series. If they win the division, they'll be hosting, so they could they could somehow sneak into the playoffs, win a win a playoff series, and and that would be unfortunate because this team doesn't deserve it, and and I think. Honestly, Rocco Baldelli deserves to be fired. I think the front office has done a poor job, though, too, so he's not the only one to blame. And and our and our key players haven't stepped up. We have no leadership in that clubhouse. They look they look asleep at the wheel. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, uh, so that about wraps it up for us. And and guys, thanks for listening. If you are, uh, and oh, well, we've we got a we have one we have one more. Yeah, so there's a there's one one last thing we want to talk about here that you guys are gonna want to keep your eyes on going forward we have the we have an ongoing pick em, uh, uh yahoo pick em league with nfl picks and we pick against the spread every game every week and uh it's among the retail gamblers guys and some others too um and we had a we had a recent debacle between two of the members the founding members i'll have i'll have you mm-hmm. um and it, it's really sad and unfortunate to see i'll, I'll let you uh, explain what happened there but it but it's it's piss poor. People need to pull their head out of their ass. It, it's, you, yeah. What you just said there is perfect. People need to pull their head out of their ass. Um, so, um, Yule and Kane have a little rivalry going on about uh, picks, about who's better. And Danny has done really well in the Pick'em League. Um, he came in second and third place in the two two years we've been doing it. And Kane was just, was he last place last year? I mean, he was horrible, horrible. And 
Danny's, you know, needling him saying you're not, you don't watch football, which is probably true. You're not good at betting on football. So then, um, I came out with came up with an idea that uh, okay, so if you're gonna talk the talk, then you gotta walk the walk. So I said, you two on a side bet. The losing record out of you two has to go to a game, preferably a bear because Yule's uh, a Vikings fan. Kane is obviously a Bears fan. So if Kane loses, he would have to come to U.S. Bank Stadium dressed as a clown and have a sign that says, I suck at handicapping, um, and vice versa. So if Kane wins, you will have to go there. You know, pretty – it'll be a good bet. It's going to be – the stakes are high, I think, in my opinion. Well, we had a debacle. You know, Danny didn't want to do it really, which blows my mind because he would have probably – he would have won. Yeah. I mean, the line for that would have been insane. Um, well, he didn't want to wear face paint, and then he didn't want to wear a nose, and he wanted to basically show up looking like a, not even looking like a clown. Yeah, you have to look like a clown yeah. if you're going to do a clown, but if you're going to dress up like a and, clown, you got to wear the clown regalia. And this just dragged on for, I mean, it was just mad. It was mad. We had contracts written. Contract negotiations. Contract negotiations. On a fucking clown. On a fucking bet. friendly bet. Yes. And so it came to Wednesday, and... We're, we're saying, we're putting our two cents in this bet, and Danny brings up the point, well, if you don't have stake in this bet, then I, I'm not going to listen to you. Or you shouldn't have say in this bet if, you're, if you don't have a stake in this bet. So I said, fuck it. I'll take Kane on. So the bet's going to be me and Kane, whoever's going to have the best record against a spread on Yahoo's spreads. Um, the loser has to perform the clown bet. And... I'm not worried about it. I'm excited about it. I'm extremely excited about it. Kane sucks at handicapping. He's a Bears fan. He, he's going to have to show up to U.S. Bank Stadium in a, in a clown suit, and we're going to make him buy beers, and it's going to be funny. And people are going to – he's a clown. Yeah, and uh, they're going to have to wear a sign. Or, he's going to have to wear a sign around his neck that says, I stink at handicapping the NFL, which is, in my opinion, is hilarious. And uh, so – We'll we'll update you guys on the records as the season progresses, and each each week on this podcast we'll give you an update on where that's at, and uh, maybe we'll get some input from Kane on how well, he's feeling if he's sweating or. Yeah, Kane will definitely be putting it. We'll have Kane. Kane will be on this podcast for sure. Um, it would be nice. Maybe uh, I don't like to speak for people, so to maybe have a uh, Yule on the podcast from yep. his point of view. Um, but I'm not gonna hold my breath. But it's that. absolutely embarrassing that uh, we couldn't come to terms on wearing a fucking clown suit. I mean, come on, man. It, it was a good bit. We thought it was a good bit. Um, so yeah, that about wraps it up for Voyage episode one, uh, the pilot episode. Hope you guys enjoyed listening. Uh, follow us on Twitter again at Retail Gamblers at Voyage Pod at Sports Capper Cam and at uh, Don't Bet Bad Clubs. Um, I hope you guys enjoy. I think the, the plan going forward, so that you guys are aware, we're going to try to do one episode of this a week, a little Vikings recap from the week before, and then uh, I'm going to look ahead to the this weekend's matchup. We're going to try to try, try to drop this every week on you know Friday or Saturday or something like that. We might also throw in some other content like uh, Madden streams on Twitch. So we want to get you guys involved, and we want to get your takes too. So if you have any thoughts on any of this, Reach us, reach out to us on Twitter, man, and um, I don't know, man. Go purple, skull Vikes. It's been a, it's been a pleasure. We're excited to get this fucking first podcast out, man. It feels really good. Excited about it. Skull Vikes. All right, peace out.